the Scandinavian cultures. Mm-hmm. And kind of what we found is you you discovered a specific word for like living living outside. Yeah, right? I think or it's like, like open air life open or air something. Life. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what it was too. Yeah, which is and I I'm really good at pronouncing it. It's so called, good. It's for a live. That's the closest you've gotten. Oh. Freeluftsliv. 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 All right. So what's so we have, that? We have learned that Nick cannot pronounce three consonants I in, think a, I just did. in a row very easily. Because mm. this is, he's been practicing this for a while, guys. Yeah. Swedish word, I believe. Swedish, yes. Freeluftsliv mm-hmm. describes a culture and a way of life that heavily revolves around exploring and enjoying nature in a non-competitive fashion. <laughs> I like that non-competitive. non-competitive fashion. So I'm guessing <laughs> it You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. We have a very a timely episode since we're recording this in December. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, all things cold weather and yes. why we should embrace it. Why we should live free, loose live. Uh, better. All right. We're going to explain what that means <laughs> later in the podcast. But before we do that, uh, we want to thank you all for listening this week and every week. I think I misquoted when we were... Uh, during the episode last week, during the solo podcast, you guys can hear that Shannon is back. She's back I in am. action, so you guys don't have to be uh, uh, subjected to just listening to me talk about. But I think last week I said we were on 394. We're actually at 395. So wow. we should be on 396 this week. Wow. We are really close to number 400, guys. Uh, thank you for sticking with us this long through all those many years of podcasts and the many different type of podcasts. Uh, please give us a rating review in Apple Podcasts or preferred or your preferred podcast app. Um, also, speaking about podcasts, if you want to hear all those nearly 400 episodes, you're going to have to go to addictedtofitness.libson.com to see the whole archive. Uh, it does not exist on all the, the podcast Streaming apps, so you guys can go to that website to get everything all the way back to, I think, 2017, I believe. So yeah, way back in the day. Way um, back. Also, give us a follow on Instagram at the ATF Podcast. So, training recaps. <laughs> How was your training this past week? Non-existent. Non-existent training. Okay. I had um, a no like sinus and chest colds and on top of it i got an eye infection which is why i was not on last week's yeah because i was kind of freaking out and my eye like swelled up and it was not pretty folks it was not pretty mm-hmm. so yeah i i was not trying to uh push anything this past week i was just treading water mm-hmm. this was just a treading water week but i did get out and take the dog on some walks so good how do you feel currently i actually feel a lot better <clears throat> i know i don't sound super great <laughs> um i apologize for that i am a little husky but 
this is actually better than I feel I have been in the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. I feel like at some point in the last 24 hours, there has been a turning turning point, turning moment. Mm-hmm. And I do actually feel significantly better. Good. Like I said, I know like the eye is pretty much 100% now. Eyes goodness. totally better. Thank yep. gosh. I I went a week without wearing mascara and like several days without wearing any makeup. And I never thought I would go to a meeting with clients with no mascara on How'd ever in my life. How would it feel? Uh, it was a little liberating, a little terrifying. Yeah, yeah. And one of my clients said it looked chic. Ooh. So see, you're starting a new trend. <laughs> Trendsetter. So my training uh, this past week was pretty productive. Um, made it to uh, the gym uh, to LA Fitness several times, uh, a couple times for leg, uh, some leg workouts. Um, also made it to two jujitsu classes this week. So I bumped it up, bumped it back up to two a week. And you suffered for it. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it, it felt good. I mean, I don't think, I actually feel like I, I practice a little bit of control. Um, well, that's good. I would say of, yeah, of stopping when I should have stopped. Not to let it get too bad, you know. So, um, you know, it's uh, jiu-jitsu is not the, the gentlest of arts, especially when you're first learning it. <laughs> I think you can get, it gets more gentle as you get more skilled. Gentle is not the word I would use. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm still getting more skilled. Uh, so uh, it's not as gentle as I'd like right now, especially for somebody with a bum neck. But uh, I felt good getting back to it. Um, got several, got a couple different uh, sauna sessions in this week. No good sauna sessions, or no sauna, uh, sauna stories, I should say, this week, you know. Um, but it was a uh, it, it was a productive week. Um, got some good stuff for work done. Um, so uh, it was it, all in all a good week. I think I got out for several walks uh, this week. Also, um, we are coming into a really good part of the year for us here, yeah. uh, weather wise here in this uh, part of the world we live in in Florida. Um, but I think that kind of t- ties in nicely to our main topic of discussion. We are in, everybody's in the winter portion of the year, you know, well, December. We're, we're about to officially be in the winter portion next week. Okay. So that's Anybody's the curious. winter solstice. Yep. When is winter solstice? 21st. Okay. Is that the longest day of the year or shortest day of the year? Um, shortest. Shortest. Okay. For sunlight, I'm guessing, right? For sunlight, right. All right. Yeah. If you love the night, then... I guess it would be the longest night. Oh boy. Mm. So, uh, but, um, yes, yeah, so we're coming into the winter part. Most of the people who are listening are coming to the cold part of the year for them. And we uh, we found in the topic of cold therapy, over, like kind of the overarching topic of cold therapy, an interesting one to jump into this week. Um and I think that ties in nicely because we're getting outside and enjoying this weather. But I know some people this time of year are not really thrilled about going outside. Well, we are both originally from colder climates. Mm-hmm. You being from Maryland, I'm me being all the way from Massachusetts, mm-hmm. where let's just be honest, winters suck. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we've, we've done episodes about the sad, yeah, the seasonal. 
Was yeah. it seasonal anxiety disorder, right? Mm, I don't know that it's anxiety. Is it? But it's something like depression. Yeah. But yeah, it's we we have talked before about what happens to people during the winters. Maybe sad. And something that you know we've we've been doing this podcast for how many years now? Seven. Seven years. So we are constantly branching out and looking for new inspiration mm -hmm. in our lives as well as for the podcast. And we've started to look outside of what the United States does because we know what people do in the U.S. <laughs> can be just kind of like absolutely crazy. Yeah. So not necessarily the most effective. And so we're looking at people that do winter right. Mm -hmm. And I was listening to a podcast by someone who is has been in the wellness space for a while, and she lives in Sweden. Mm -hmm. And she's got two young kids, and she had a whole discussion on her podcast about how winter is her favorite season how different it is there and how they look at winter so differently. And they have even less sunlight than here in the U.S. unless yeah. you live like up in Alaska or something. Right. But I mean like talk about winter, like all the things that people complain about, they have it for so long and it is so much more. And I was just fascinated. So we started talking about it. You'd seen some things about this. It was yeah. one of those, like, it felt like it was, we were meant to talk about right. this. Yeah. I think it, like, one thing, and exact, I mean, absolutely related to that was this week I was talking with a client who actually went to Sweden this past summer for, uh, for vacation. And awesome. She was talking about how she was, you know, we, we got to talking about, you know, I think the food for kids at school compared to here, compared to United, compared yeah, from Europe United States, person. compared to Europe. Um, and then she was just talking about how like, yeah, kids just go outside and play in the snow during school day. I mean, they don't, there's no limitations on that or anything. And I remember, I think I saw something, I don't know if it was Instagram reel or an article I was reading about how they, when babies are, you know, basically growing, you know, during the first couple of years of their life, they have naps outside. Yeah, they, Babies they take let naps them nap outside. in the pram. Yeah. Like in, the, in the stroller. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, in the winter when it's like snowing and outside. kids too, like preschool, they go outside, they give them blankets and everything, but they sleep outside. Yeah. That's and I mean, wild. like that, like, I'm sure, like they, on the podcast I was listening to, also talked about that and she's like i know that you know you did try to do that in the united states you would be arrested yeah and she's like i think i actually saw a story about that like someone got arrested for something like that but it's just culturally different and you have to look at like these like the scandinavians especially they're like descendant from vikings. vikings yeah these are not a soft people and i mean i think it it's worth looking at, you know, right. like they also talked about, you talk about sauna, your love yeah. sauna. We've talked about how getting a sauna at the house someday, someday that's going to happen. Yep. And they said that like 
everybody has saunas yeah, in, in mean, Scandinavia, like yeah. Sweden. Everybody has saunas. Finland, even yeah. even apartments have saunas. Right. Yeah. It's like that's that's basic. That's not trendy. That's not new. That's just basic. Yeah, of course you have a sauna. I mean, we talked about how I think we talked about like some of the difference in saunas way back, a couple, you know, twenty probably a hundred episodes ago. But uh, they said like in Finland, it's like almost like a national pastime sauna. It's like yeah. sauna bathing is national. It's everywhere. Everybody does it. All age groups, everything. So it's just like a part of their everyday life. But like to complement that too, a lot of them do ice baths or basically just like the polar plunge. Polar jumping plunges, into, yeah. They, they don't have to buy these fancy new uh, uh, ice baths or ice anything. <laughs> they just jump into the rivers or water, like lakes there. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think, I don't know if that's where Wim Hof comes from, but the Iceman Wim Hof, yeah. which is another something somebody brought up to me recently. They were like, have you heard of this guy, Wim Hof? And, and I was like, like yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I heard him interview years ago, but years ago. very interesting guy about um and really a kind of a interesting case study of the benefits of cold therapy yeah i mean it's becoming super trendy nowadays the cold plunges and things like that or even contrast therapy of using sauna and cold but yep. to stick on the cold topic i mean this guy is uh uh his like essentially an experiment in himself where he's just been, you know, using ton of breath work, but just like exposing himself for, I mean, ungodly amount of time in cold water. And I yeah. mean, his, I mean, a lot of people are saying is like his immune system and his basically his just physiology is different than most people. And I think it could be attributed to his years and years of cold therapy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he hiked Everest in shorts. Yeah. That's one of his records. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's like, it, it, it's, he's just one of the people from that part of the world that have just been brought up in, in the cold. Yeah. And I think, and I think it's kind of the perception too, is that they don't, they don't, and just from a young age, people are just, it, hey, this is our weather. We just have to accept it. We're not going to stay inside and just, you know, just hide inside our houses or anything. We're just going to go out there and live with nature and live with how the conditions are right now. Yeah, and that's what you just said. Like, we, I think, like, in the U.S., for some reason, we've become very weather-phobic. Mm-hmm. And unless everything is like the ideal scenario, you know, it's dry, but not too dry, but not humid. And it's got to be within like, you know, a 60 to 75 degree temperature range. And it has to be like, it can't have rained recently to make things muddy. Like, it's just, we don't know how to be outside with weather. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about like crazy weather. That is dangerous to be in, but just regular weather. Yeah. So cold being one of them. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, I would go outside. Cold didn't phase me at all. Like yeah. it, I, I was one of those crazy kids that would be out there without a jacket, whose parents would have to come running after them, mm. be like, "Put on a jacket." I was fine in the cold. The cold didn't bother me. And like I would be outside in the snow all day if you let me. Mm -hmm. And I was fine with that. 
And I mean, I think that that is, there's a point in our lives we just, we lose that. Like going outside and having fun in the weather is just like, I don't know, it just, it goes away. It's like everything has to be so ideal and. It's so generational because, like I said, I remember growing up on a farm and just being with me and my brother in the snow, either sledding or just going through the woods. Yeah. And, like, of course, we didn't have any, you know, phones back then when we were that little. Right. You know, so, like, literally, we just say, hey, we're going outside. It's snowing. And then I remember just being in the woods, like, a couple hundred yards away from the house. And, like, my parents can't see. Right. And then they just open the door and yell. And then right. we have to either run back or yell back to make sure we're still alive and not frozen to death. It's just, I mean, like you said, you can you think about just, I mean, we're 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 almost proud of ourselves now that Ella goes out in the backyard. We're like, yeah, she's back. She's out there. I know she's, she's out in somewhere. the backyard and completely fenced in, mind yes. you. Yeah. There's like no place she can get out or anything can come in that we don't mm. know about. Cameras all around the yeah, house. I know. We've got a dog and chickens to like act as security. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is. It's it's a very different thing. But going back to the like the Scandinavian cultures mm-hmm. and kind of what we found is you you discovered a specific word for like living living outside yeah right? i think or it's like, like open air life open or air something life. Yeah. yeah i think that's what it was too yeah which is and i i'm really good at pronouncing it it's so called, good it's for a live that's the closest you've gotten oh free live free live Freluftslip. All right. So, what's, so we have that. we have learned that Nick cannot pronounce three consonants. I in think a, I just did in a row very easily because mm. this is he's been practicing this for a while, guys. Um, but yeah, Swedish word, I believe. Swedish, yes, freluftslip mm-hmm. describes a culture and a way of life that heavily revolves around exploring and enjoying nature in a non-competitive fashion. <laughs> I like that non-competitive. non-competitive fashion. So I'm guessing <laughs> it means like, you know, you're not doing like competitive sport. I guess yeah, you're like running or or like you know, skiing or, or yeah, you know, skiing, doing yeah. all those other things that, that can sense. get very competitive. Um it's just being out in the world. Yep. And this was so interesting because we found we actually like looking through and looking for more on this. Like, there's someone who has written a book about this, um, they have an article about this. Like, essentially, how to start spending more time outside, mm-hmm. and like, how crazy it is it that we actually need instruction on how to spend more time outside, but. <laughs> In a lot of these, like, I actually, these are things that since moving away from the cold, I actually do really enjoy mm-hmm. the cold and, like, getting back into the cold. Like, I know not everybody is going to be down for cold showers. Um, and I absolutely would do a cold plunge. We will at some point do a cold plunge. 
it does not, I know it's not going to be like, you know, something I'm super amped to do. (laughs) It's going to be something I kind of have to psych myself up for. But hearing like the, the person whose podcast I was listening to, she has cold plunges in her lake. There's snow on the ground. Yeah. She has to break the ice to get in the water. And I'm like, what? She's like, I look forward to it. She's like, I dream about it. She's like, I can't wait for the winter to come because then I get to do this again. She's like, and I like am excited to do it. And I was just like, wow. I think, I think, like I said, I think part of it too, not only her culture, it sounds like, you know, is this my loose? In Sweden. In Sweden. But I, I think too why it's becoming popular here in the United States, cold plunges, you know, a lot of health benefits being reported, and I think they are legit. But I think there's also an element to it that I think it's it's a challenge, you know. I think yeah. it's a daily challenge and I think I think people are looking for challenges, especially in this country, because we've become very Soft. Yeah, soft for lack of better words. But yeah, I think that we've just become comfortable in yeah. comfort, you know. Which has made un- being uncomfortable all that much harder. Exactly, yeah. So really what we've done is we've sort of destroyed our resiliency. Right. And uh, we've said it before, you got to find comfort in being uncomfortable, right? So yep. it's like that's that's people are the opposite. But that's why things like sauna and cold plunges and uh, uh, obstacle course races and things like that are becoming so much more popular nowadays because people need basically um challenges yeah Yeah. so like i say i think that's an aspect of this cold therapy that's a, a, a another reason why it's gaining popularity here in the united states but i think the the people you know seeing how people did it do are doing it or did it in you know Scandinavian countries is it, it puts a whole another layer onto it because i think it shows a lot of the benefits for both physical and mental health too yeah absolutely you know? Yeah, I mean... Sorry, keep going. No, I was just going to say about, like, how how to actually think about incorporating, like, this idea of embracing the winter and getting outside more. Right. The free Luftslif. Yeah, the free Luftslif. Not even close. Free Luftslif. Free Luftslif. It's not free Luftslif, no. Free Luftslif. We're so sorry, Swedish people listening to this that are like, oh, you guys are butchering. Um, So I think, yeah, so (laughs) I'm talking about a list. (laughs) I can't can't stop. Um, But, yeah, I mean, obviously cold showers, that's one thing. Maybe it would not be the most attractive to some people. But if you are in cold weather climate, Maybe not poo-pooing the walk. I'm sure your dog would love it unless they have no hair. If you need a dog with hair, we'll let you borrow ours. We'll got, give you some hair. He's got hair for everybody. Make sweaters uh, out of his hair. But um, yeah, I think kind of like just not being and not making excuses. I think you know they yeah. talk about like, hey, maybe you should buy weather appropriate clothes. That's the thing. <laughs> you know, I think we, that's the thing. Yeah. Like you think about it, it's like you grow up in the north. You have so many winter clothes. You have ski suits. You have snow suits. You've got like five different types of outdoor boots. 
you know, it is, you are prepared. You have to be. But you need stuff that you can go out and can do more than just keep you warm. Mm -hmm. You need to get stuff that is actually weatherproof. Yeah. And think about things based on, like, performance. Yeah. So, like, down here, Floridians, I feel like, are really good at going out in the rain. Or, you know, people who live here. I don't know about native Floridians. But it rains, usually. Uh, not this year, but usually it rains a lot. So, yeah. like, you've got, you know, 15 umbrellas stashed in your car all over your house. You've got the big galoshes. You've got the rain jackets and the ponchos and all that stuff. Like, you know how to navigate a mad dash in the middle of, like, monsoon. You right. know how to do that. Right. And but we, we don't, we don't, like then take advantage of that well i think it too it's like it's a extreme weather yeah stay inside but if it's just a steady rain you know or if it's like you said you said humidity i mean people constantly complain about the humidity here you, you know there's uv clothing you know long sleeve uv shirts here in florida that uh, protect you from the sun but are also kind of cool weather or cool type of cooling clothing yeah so i mean there's all there's so many options and it all and it doesn't matter where you live there's options but just be prepared because that's the thing layers oh. and like get the sweat wicking stuff mm -hmm. you know because the the danger is getting wet and then getting cold right mm -hmm. so that's that's what you have to think of when you're talking about getting ready for the cold yeah and i think like i said the uh there's options for you to actually get some cold exposures especially here in the united states cold plunges cold showers whatnot but not only should you prepare for different types of weather, um, but I think you should also embrace the idea of like being a keeper of your your green space, whether or being a keeper of kind of the the outdoor spaces. I mean, you can join like a community garden or something like that. I think for winter. Like, yeah, I mean, you can do it for well, well here in United, in Florida, you can. Yeah, but I mean, I think there's definitely options where you can, you know. Be participate in some sort of outdoor activities in the winter, you know. And I think, especially when we talk about the non-competitive nature, the free sleep. So I think there are options for you to basically absorb some nature. Yeah. During the harsher winter. Open months. air living. Like think about think about if as long as you're. In a sheltered space, like take your, take a meal outside yeah, or, that's you know, it. like one of the things that we did, the first things we did when we moved onto this house, granted, we know we're talking about Florida, but it's also great for when you are up north, when we have rented houses up north, even when it's cold. I love it when they have a screen porch mm -hmm. because, you know, it's still sheltered from the snow and like the worst of the elements but you can go out there with like super hot cup of something and it's just so cozy and you can get that cool air mm -hmm. and breathe that. It is, it's invigorating. Right. So there is, there's ways that you can do that. And I mean, obviously health conditions aside, this is 
you know, the disclaimer portion where you say if you've got, you know, health issues that the cold is really bad for you, we're not saying ignore your doctors and go stand in a freezer, but it's just getting a bit more comfortable with with getting outside when mm-hmm. it's not that ideal weather and just finding any excuse or reason to go outside. Right. I agree. Like I said, the I think the benefits of like forest bathing or just experiencing nature, being in nature, are the studies keep coming out about how beneficial those that yeah. aspect of experiencing nature are. So um you don't wanna you don't wanna just forget about that when the weather gets bad. Something um, I wish I did more when I lived up north. Right. And so I mean just taking walks. Right. And so it's uh, it's something you should experience because even the, the 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 cold weather can be beneficial to your health because it can make you more resilient. You know, your 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 immune system works a little harder. So hopefully in the end it could help you be you know physically stronger and mentally stronger because you know it may be a little bit of a challenge for yourself to get out there and walk the dog on a cold day um but you did it and you know feel a bit level of accomplishment even if it's something as simple as taking the dog outside so i think there's a lot of benefits to embracing the cold uh and free loose slip free loose slip Hey, all right. So I'm pretty pumped that I pronounced it right. You know what else I'm pumped for? What's Our got us section pumped? on what's got us pumped. What's got us pumped? What's got you pumped? A puzzle. Puzzling. Puzzling. <laughs> yes, this is a gift that... It's, Nick... You are the slowest puzzler I know. <laughs> Sorry. Anybody watch New Girl, you will know oh, God. what we're talking about. Um, but yes, Dick got me an advent calendar puzzle, which could be my new favorite way of doing puzzles because it is every day of advent, you get a little box that has a little section of a large puzzle. And this is a puzzle that, yes, maybe I would try to tackle, maybe, but I would never probably get it done um during like regular life because you'd have to have the pieces all spread out you'd have to dedicate a big space there's just like you know you'd have to spend hours of time like chunks of time this little tiny puzzles some of them have taken me like five minutes some of them have taken me 45 minutes um it's just a wonderful little challenge to each day and I love the fact that it's, it's forcing me to slow down and do this thing for a few minutes that I just, I love. Like, my brain loves puzzles. Mm-hmm. It just loves finding mm-hmm. patterns. And the satisfaction I get from doing a little piece of this puzzle is so tremendous. So it's one of the coolest advent calendars that I've seen kudos for finding it and getting it for me i really I'm appreciate glad it showed that. up <laughs> i know it came a little late yeah. um but yeah it's awesome and i think it's a wonderful reminder this time of year to go ahead and indulge in those little moments that make your life less stressful a little happier cheerful joyful 
Mm. So worth it. Well, I'm glad you like it. Glad you're pumped for that. What I'm pumped for is some positive or a positive review from a current client. Longtime client turns out to be and my youngest client. So I've been training this young lady for probably almost two years now. She came to me when she was eight years old. And she wow. just had her, her birthday is actually December 29th, but they said they're having her birthday early. So she just had a birthday party this past weekend. Um, so she just turned 10 and she comes for golf and uh, she primarily works out over Zoom because they live probably about 45 minutes away from the gym. Wow. So she can't come during the school year. So she'll come in during summers and to train in person. She's actually going to be coming in for winter, three weeks of winter break to train in person. But. I mean, been training with me consistently once a week for all, nearly two years. That's and I mean, I the Zoom, if anybody has ever worked out over Zoom, it takes a certain person to enable to really to do it. Yeah. You know, you got to, you know, follow directions and um, be self-motivated. Don't get lazy or anything like that. Don't get distracted easily when think about multiply that or Try to th imagine an eight-year-old doing that. I can't. And this girl, I swear, is probably one of the most attentive and uh, just, you know, just into it. Every workout, she's into it, you know. And I do my best to make it fun and stuff like that for her because that's, you know, that's what you got to do for kids, you know. And working out, you got to try to do that for an adult. Think about doing it for kids, you know. <laughs> so... She, I feel like she enjoys her workouts and she works very hard and she has been doing a lot of, uh, have made a lot of improvements in her golf game too. Um, awesome. she works with a coach too, a swing coach. So he's the, it's a, it's a team effort. And thankfully her dad is very involved and is coordinated between, you know, me, the swing coach and, and making sure that she doesn't have to, um, uh, think about that golf is the only thing she does. So he, uh, he's he told me recently about how much, how happy he is with all the progress she's made. Um, and they're going to keep going, you know, they're keep on awesome. going. So, I mean, she might be somebody I have for, you know, you know, all, all the way up to, you know, into high school, I'm sure. And maybe beyond, we'll see. So it's, uh, it's really fun, really rewarding. So it's, uh, one thing I'm uh, pumped for. All right. Hopefully awesome. you guys are pumped for this episode. Hopefully you're pumped for the end of 2023. We're getting closer. We're counting down the weeks, and we're counting down to our 400th episode. So, guys, don't forget, give us a rating review in Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app. If you're looking for the whole library, the archive of nearly 400 episodes, go to addictedtofitness.lipson.com. Give us a follow on Instagram at the ATF Podcast and share the podcast with a friend. Yes. Got anything else for him tonight? No. Free loose lift? <laughs> Pretty good, right? Oh, boy. This has been another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at The ATF Podcast, and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks. Thanks.